hello. Welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host and this is my podcast. And my guest today is Chris Avedesian. So Chris is the writer, director, and star of my new favorite movie. And this is a movie that I implore you to see because it needs your support and it's so incredible and every movie should be as special and funny and unique and interesting uh, as this one. The movie is called Donald Cried. It comes in out it comes out in theaters this Friday, March 3rd. It'll be in Los Angeles at the New Art and in New York at the Angelica. And then there'll be uh, more releases that follow. And you can go to donaldcried.com for all that info. You can find them on Instagram at donaldcried. And God, how do I uh, explain to you what this movie is about? It is about uh, two childhood friends who are reunited. One guy went off to New York and works on Wall Street, but he has to come back to uh, his kind of working class town in Rhode Island because his grandma died and he has to deal with all that. But he loses his wallet and the only person he can think to reach out to and get help from is his old childhood friend, Donald, played by Chris, who's my guest today. And Donald is like this perma-adolescent man-child who is eccentric and hasn't changed a bit and is just stunted and bizarre. And so it's like this weird kind of family melodrama slash buddy comedy that you're dealing with with Donald Cried. Uh, Please see it. And if anything, talking about Donald Cried to all your bonehead friends, seeing Donald Cried and telling them all about it will make you the cool kid out of the group. It'll be like, uh, it'll give you all this cool art street cred that I know you crave a little bit too much. So you're welcome. All right. So there you have it. Uh, Side note of a side note. As usual, I'm going to tell you the following things. If you like this podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show. Let's be friends on all of social media because why not? Uh, You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. Always feel free to send emails. I love getting your emails to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. But now I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with the brilliant, humble, badass wizard master that is writer, director, and actor Chris Avedesian. Now entering Nerdist.com. Wait, you just got off an airplane from Rhode Island? I, yes. I mean, I think we said it all. I don't know where. Okay, so well, thank you. here's a. <laughs> are you watching YouTube videos? You don't even care, Aristotle. All right, he's a early twenties, has a girlfriend for seven years, does this all the time. He doesn't care about anything that's gonna happen between it's you and me. Got a Casey Affleck vibe. You do. I thought it was like more Rami Malik Malik, whatever the guy's name is, because he looks kind of like Ro- Mr. Robotty right now. Anyway, this is about you. Okay, this is why I'm here. I went to Sundance. I happened to meet Jody Hill. He would not stop talking about Donald Cried, said all these nice things, like, whatever, I met, like, the people from Rough House. I followed them on Instagram. They, those guys just started an Instagram. There are all these photos or pictures or whatever from Donald Cried. I saw Don, Donald Cried at, uh, at Cinefamily, and it's... Oh, all right. Yeah, so I was there. Cool. And it's so great. I wish every single movie was like your movie, and it's so great. So I just want to... I'm just thankful you made it. I'm thankful to have you here. Uh, your publicist from Brigade or wherever she's from. Uh, Brigade, yeah. Brigade is lovely. And I've like interviewed a lot of like writer directors that she represents. And that's kind of our relationship. But this time, not to talk shit about all the other writer directors, because they're all awesome. But when I saw your movie, I was like, oh my God, I have to have him on my podcast. I have to have, like, because I want 
everybody needs to go see Donald Cried. And we have to like, this is, you know, I just want to make sure I do yeah, my part. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I'm going to ask you a bunch of dumb questions because I love films and I feel like it's tacky to ask like, how much was the budget? How long was the shoot? What did you shoot on? I don't give a fuck because I don't care if they're like 13 year old like filmmaker kids who want to look up to you like a big brother who like they want to know those dumb bonehead tacky questions. And I'm going to ask you all those things. Sure. So how did Donald cry? Wait, Donald cried. How did it come to be? Like it was a short film. Tell me all this stuff. I'm going to shut the fuck up now. Tell me everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. So... Yeah, so my, jeez, uh, oh boy. Boring. Yeah, no, no, no. I've, I've just told the story Wait. so many times. Oh my. I try to spice it up. Oh, you were the, um, and you were the writer, you were the director, and you were the star of the movie. And you're tall, and yeah. you're gorgeous, and you're cool, uh, and you're yeah. wearing plaid. Are you married? Just so the ladies can I know. Am, I am married. Where's yeah. your ring? I don't wear it. You don't wear it? No. How convenient. My dad didn't wear one, and... I didn't think I was going to wear it, and then I started wearing it, and then it was uncomfortable, so I took it off, and then it stayed on my bedside table. Did it feel like a tiny shackle? No, no. It just was – I have very skinny hands, and it Stop just bragging. skinny fingers, and okay. it just looked – I don't know. Stop just, flirting with me. I can't – I'm sorry. Let's get back on track. Um, um, so how did this movie come to be? So we um, – the guys I work with, Kyle and Jesse, who are uh, – we all worked on the story – we were, um, I, I was spending a lot of time writing scripts and trying to really figure that out and teach myself how to do that. Um, and we weren't making many things. We, we had been collaborating for a while and making shorts and stuff. So we kind of had this like hiatus a little bit from making stuff. So we were looking for like a micro budget movie to do ourselves feature. Um, <clears throat> and we kind of kept hitting some dead ends and, our friend Kyle had this acting kind of exercise short he was going to do with Jesse and I, and he was going to, we were going to be two estranged friends meeting in a diner. Uh, he was going to give us each other's backgrounds, and we were just going to kind of improv one location things. So, Jesse's the other guy in the movie. Yeah, Peter. Okay. Um, so that was just kind of shelved a little bit, and I ended up taking it and just kind of putting an outline, and then we worked on that, and it was just... We just wanted to make something, so we did the Donald short, which is looks a lot like the feature. How many minutes is it, and when did you make uh, it? 17 minutes, and we made it in 2012. 2012. Yeah. All right. So it's been, yeah, and you guys all, a while. You guys all went to college together? No, I moved to the Bay Area, and we just we all met through like mutual friends there. All right. So you're, you're from Rhode Island? I'm from Rhode Island. From Rhode Island. You moved to the Bay Area. You went to college there? I took some editing classes. Took some editing classes. I was classes. going to go to L.A. because that's where you're supposed to go. Mm -hmm. um, but I had a friend in the Bay Area, and it just – I moved out there with a couple other friends, and I was like the plan was to go there for a little bit and make my way down. And then I just ended up staying there for a few years. Because of a girl? Because you fell in love? No, I never oh, – Okay, no, sorry. I didn't None fall of my business. <laughs> no, no. All right, it, cool. It's, yeah. <laughs> Those weren't good years for love. Really? Um, yeah. Why? Um, you don't have to answer anything you don't want to answer. I'm just bat me away like a fucking gnat. No, no, no. It's all right. It's all right. I just, <laughs> just I, I, I don't know. That's never been my thing, I guess. Um, I mean, I've had girlfriends and stuff. But anyway, it wasn't because of love. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, we did this. We, you know, wanted to shoot something. So, we put the short together and just, like, shot it um, one weekend. And then... Um, 
you know, the move that that ended up like our buddy ended up erasing some of the footage because we we taught him how to format a camera. So he he practiced. The fuck? So when I was editing, I was like, oh, this is actually like a feature idea. And like this could be the kind of the feature we were looking for. And um, yeah, so then we just started writing the feature. So what happened in the short film? Because I haven't seen the short film. The short film, uh, Peter arrives at the bus station and he just, he loses his wallet and he just calls Donald immediately. And I pick him up and I take him to like a comic book, Toy Vault. I don't know if they have those out here. Toy Vault? Aristotle? The Toy Vault. It's a store. Yeah, they sell vintage, vintage, like 80s toys and stuff like that. I'm learning new stuff. So I I took him there and um, we went and played football. So that was like that. And then we smoked some pot and then we went to the Godfather's house like the feature and then i just dropped him off after that yeah that's um, that's a 17 minute short yeah um, but but the same it was the same it was the same idea of just like having you know this perspective of donald or thinking he's this type of person and then suddenly you kind of get this piss in the bottle story and then suddenly your empathy or sympathy kind of switches so yeah so we just you know we um and then between that year and then make the how long did it take you to write the feature? And then you guys well, all wrote together? Well, I, I'd write drafts and just we would work out story stuff and then I'd go and write drafts of the script. I'm going to break this down and unpack this because I, I want to know. I feel like I'm doing an awful job. You're not. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. You're great. Mm. Wait, what, at what point did you meet your wife? I knew my wife from high school. From high it's school? It's a very Donald world, yes. I mean, I, I'm still living in Rhode Island. It's very true to When are you coming out here? When are you going to start getting prostitutes and fucking oh, yeah. <laughs> live in the entourage? Right, as soon as I leave this I, interview. I'm just kidding. Um, no, my God. Wait, because I, I, I'm a bit confused. I have to, I, I don't know, maybe it's just me because like, I'm settling no, into let's this. Do it's, it, yeah. it's always weird to like meet a stranger and then be like, I'm totally comfortable because I'm so not. And uh, um, born in Rhode Island, you end up in the Bay Area, you're going to head towards Los Angeles. How did you meet the, co- like, the, the other star of, of Donald Cried? And how did you meet this other guy who wrote? Because all three of you wrote it. All right, let me get their names. Say them slow, like I'm developmentally challenged. Jesse Wakeman. Jesse Wakeman. Kyle Espolita. Kyle Espolita. And how did you guys? How did you meet? And they, are they your best friends, or do not, adults it, not say best friends? Or? Yeah, no, they're my best friends. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of close friends. I've stayed in touch with a lot of friends. But I, I moved to the Bay Area. Where do these guys come from? Where do they pop out of? I worked at a toy store with this guy oh. Jason, who was friends with Kyle. Okay. Kyle was friends with Jesse, and Kyle was here in L.A. trying to make movies, and then. Oh, Kyle's the one who's not in the movie. He just talks. Oh, he that's talks. He's yeah. a fast talker. He's the most L.A. of all of you. All of you guys are like arms crossed, socially awkward, real cool and handsome and sexy. And then he's all like, oh, let me take over, guys. He's yeah, like he, Hollywood. He's, he's the Seacrest <laughs> of the band. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Toy Store. So I, I worked with this guy, Jason. We were notes. making shorts. Jason is an incredible actor. He's going to be uh, hopefully in whatever I do next. So maybe you'll get to talk to him someday. But um, Toy Store actor. Keep going. So he would go down to L.A. to visit Kyle, and he's like, oh, I'm hanging out with this guy from Rhode Island. He's, you know, we're working on shorts together. Kyle eventually moved back to the Bay Area. He's originally from Boonville. Boonville? Which is... Sounds like another movie. Mendocino County kind of area. 
Why did you move back? What went horribly wrong in Los Angeles? Cocaine addiction? No, Prostitutes no, again? Just, Murder? No, <laughs> just waiting tables and not being very good at it. And Disenchanted, he moves back to the Bay Area. Bay Area, we all start making stuff. Okay, but where's the other guy come in? The other? Jesse. So Kyle was friends with Jesse. So Kyle's friends with Jesse. I'm actually, you guys, what you can't see is I'm actually taking notes. I'm so doing Kyle. a Venn diagram. <laughs> yep. So Kyle uh, introduced me to Jesse. Jesse came and wanted to live in San Francisco. So he, because he was was in like France and doing he was supposed to be a lawyer he's definitely the most um astute if that's the word but uh, Wait, how did Kyle know Jesse though they grew up together in Boonville they grew up together in Boonville Jesse lived somewhere living his life in France maybe a lawyer then he maybe. comes to the Bay Area yeah and then that's when Jason Kyle Chris and Jesse collide and you guys are all passionate men I'm just going to project this onto you tell me if I'm wrong you're editing Learning how to edit? You're yeah, editing. Just learning how just, to make movies. Just learning how to make movies. Yeah. Why did you decide you even wanted to make movies? What was the thing in you were in? I have to do this. Um, well, I was an illustrator most of all my life. That's what I thought I was going to do, but I always loved movies. My parents took me to movies. Like, I love going through these, like, you know, RoboCop, whatever, all the uh, Thunderdome and looking at what the dates are of these movies and realizing how old I was when my parents were taking me to see these oh, wow, yeah. movies, which is pretty amazing. But, I mean, it comes with, I guess, like the time parents were more naive or something to what was kind of happening oh, yeah. in movies or how violent they were or just people weren't as sensitive to it. I think everybody's just like coddling their kids now. You don't have any kids. I do. do you you yeah. do? How many kids? I have two. I have a six-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. Oh, my God. So she's there kind of following that suit they're seeing she's watching pg-13 movies and stuff she shouldn't be watching movies. yeah my but dad, anyway my they dad can knew. handle it yeah um, I, I was forced to watch like a clockwork orange when i was like 12 years old being like i don't want to see this daddy don't please don't even watch these things yeah, so i was yeah. like that was like too far in the other direction but i like total recall when i was little yeah like, yeah like the three boobs scene i was like it's amazing but uh okay so you guys are you're illustrating you got your friends no girlfriend no wife no kids yet no. How old are you now? We can edit this out if you don't want that to be No, private. no, that's fine. You look 27 and a half. No, I'm 37. 37. Okay. Thank you, though. Um, so, yeah, I just knew that, like, I was always into movies. I thought maybe I'd act or something, and then it just, illustration took over, but after high school, I decided I didn't want to go to college for illustration. It just wasn't satisfying, and then... Um, I think of Private Ryan. I saw Private Ryan in the opening sequence of that is kind of... You're like, well, yeah, like solidified this idea of wanting to make movies just because of, you know, how amazing or, you know, uh, visceral that scene was. Um, so that was like the first time I really like felt like, yeah, it was a thing. And then, you know, I talk about this all the time, just like Boogie Nights was yeah. huge because Boogie Nights was like, all right, this is how I could, the type of stories I can tell with no money. Yeah. So then, yeah, from there, I, I, like, did something really quick. I mean, I did a stop-motion thing, Lego thing, when I was in high school and stuff. So it was always kind of built in. And then I did something on High 8. But, yeah, I mean, I moved to the Bay Area and really just – I bought, like, a three-chip GL1 or whatever and just started taking classes and yeah, but you trying just, to figure it out. You just moved to the Bay Area just on your own accord. Like, because, but you had somebody there? Maybe you already told me this a yeah, million times. I, I had a friend from high school. That's why, because I never got there. that. there, yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So, yeah, I mean, it was really random. It was just like, I had another friend from high school, like two other guys from Rhode Island. One of them was uh, one of the cinematographers on Donald. But we just went, we were just wanted to leave home. We didn't want to be at home anymore. So we just thought, let's go, 
let's move to California. Okay, so you guys, you, you with your group of friends, Jason, Kyle, Jesse, you figure you make the short film, and then can you tell everybody listening? Because I'm already, I know this is totally tangential, but uh, but like, if you were to, I don't want to fuck this up. So you yeah. tell me, what is the feature length? What is, what is the feature about? How would you describe that? What is Donald cried about? Um, I mean, for me, it's it's just it's just about like accepting people for who they are or just not, you know, um, casting somebody aside because you feel they're this one way or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like I fuck up all the time and I make bad decisions and, um, I don't know. I just always kind of empathize or sympathize with people who make poor decisions. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, you know, shed light on that and then just my guilt uh whatever guilt i've had in the past and kind of dealing with some of that um but yeah i I just i mean yeah i mean at its core whatever yeah it's just about like having this experience and then being able to feel for this guy that you would typically just kind of cast aside i guess and it's weird even i I mean i was born and raised in hollywood but watching your movie made me feel like because i'll have these weird pangs of like like, I don't think I'm hot shit or I don't think I'm not where I want to be or anything. But there are moments where I'll intersect with people I went to junior high with or I went to high school with or even members of my family. And I know that my life to them is better or something. And I, I look at them and I go, oh, my God, that's a they represent everything I don't want my life to ever be. And even being near them makes me think that, like, I might accidentally go that way or something. And it makes I feel I feel that this weird thing where I'm like, I feel guilty for judging that person. And then I also feel like and also like. It could have been me, so I'm relieved that I'm not them. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I feel like all these things kind of came up in your movie where it's like, uh, I'm going to do a horrible job. You know, it just it was just somebody yeah. who got out. That's Jesse's character, right? Yeah. Jesse, yeah. You know, yeah. Jesse yeah. got out of, and that, you shot that where? In Rhode Island. So Jesse gets out of Rhode Island. He's, he's like, I'm, I'm, you guys, I'm talking about the movie. If I'm going to probably not do it any justice, but Jesse's character gets out of Rhode Island and he has to go visit because his grandma dies. Yeah. And pretty basic and then he's like, you know, uh, ends up in a situation where he's with his childhood friend and like you just like are living in the difference of like, you know, where their lives went or, you know, once anyway, hilarity ensues and it's dark and it's what is it? A dramedy? It's just it's dark. It makes you feel feelings. It's uh but even I could relate in my life where I just like, yeah. So I'm just saying uh wow, we should yeah. start over. <laughs> start the podcast over i'm just like no i'm not helping you out i don't think no Uh, and i think you're doing fine but i i'm uh yeah i mean i you know i like i just think about stuff like being funny or whatever like thinking about these other things and then the emotional stuff just kind of gets pulled in or whatever but i what am i even saying right now um well and and what was happening the time between the short film and then and like how long did it take you to write it where were the breaks what happened i mean we were we were writing from i mean what was it 2000 i guess 2012 i i i forget uh you open up to me mister you tell me everything 2012 (laughs) we'll say and i think i went to slam dance the next i think 2012 was slam dance or whatever with the short film with the short and so yeah, I mean, we just started writing it, and I had a couple friends or a couple people that I thought might produce it, and those things would fall through, and that's what I felt like we needed or we all felt like we needed, which was like – because unfortunately, none of us were like producer types. 
we played video games and fucked off. And that's what I like about you the most. Wasted a lot of time, or how? I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. It's happened when it's supposed to happen, but yeah, we just kind of fucked off and never could like pull pull it all together. So you know, it was this idea that we get we had to find a producer. Also, in like uh, you know how much work the producer does on the back end or connections or like all these things that our producer Kyle Martin uh, has done besides just the actual production part of it. I wasn't talking shit about you, Kyle, by the way. I was just being silly. And uh, wait, that's well, we, have, we have two, two Kyles. Two Kyles. We have Kyle oh, maybe E, t- Kyle oh. Espelita, who's the story guy, and then Kyle M. Martin, who's the producer. All right. Well, I'm not talking shit about either of you guys, Kyle. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> just being silly earlier. Okay. So yeah, so we just felt like uh, we need to find that guy, and it just took it just took a while. So we just kept writing and yeah. writing um, as we were looking for this guy. And I don't even know Jesse had connected him to. I don't know how he even showed up, but we had his number somehow, and we just sent him the script, and he was into it. Um, how long did you take to write the script? So two years ago, when did, yeah. two fifteen. So three years okay. of oh, spent writing. Twenty twelve was Slam Dance short films done. Twenty fifteen <laughs> is when you shot the movie. Yeah, and they cost seventy thousand dollars. How much did it cost to make? None of my business. Tell me everything. I don't know if I can. I feel like I didn't can you say, say that? This, I, or I oh, can't maybe you can. Well, I guess the reason the reason why I'm asking. Oh my god, I love how uncomfortable his arms have been crossed the entire podcast, and we're only four minutes in. <laughs> How long does this go? Four hours. Is that okay, cool? No, it's perfect. The... <laughs> it should be warmed up by then. Um, Do you want my jacket? It was. It was. Uh, it, no. Your jacket? No, no. no okay. I'm good. I got fine. stuff in my bag. He's fine, everybody. Um, um, oh, because it, I guess at the Q and A at Cinefamily, you uh, said how much the movie cost, and everybody applauded, didn't they? Or was that a different screening? I feel like you said how much the money, and then everybody was like, "Yes, it's imp- it's it was, true, it's true." Uh, indie. It was. It was. We we shot the movie for forty five, so we like. Oh my god. Shot it for forty five, and then and after post. after music and post and everything, I think it was like. Where did you get the over one hundred fifty or just one hundred fifty? This is and there. it's so incredible. And what did you shoot? I, I'm asking all the questions. I don't give a fuck. What did you shoot it on? It looks beautiful. It looks like film, but it's not film. Sony F seven. Sony F seven F seven yeah F S seven I don't know All right. I'm, I'm awful with the technical stuff I actually did ask Kyle E F S seven I think is the DSLR oh yes right? yes so this is F seven this was listen guys a ten thousand dollar camera Google it idiots whoever's I, listening I, I out mean, there I feel not awful. you <laughs> I, get, but... I don't feel awful you know but it, it looks like film it's so beautiful. It's just, it's just, it's, it's beautiful to watch. It's already like, you know, if you have had, if I had it on mute, thank you. You know, yeah. <laughs> I would just like watching it on mute. Okay, so forty thousand dollars. Where did you get this money? Was it crowdfunded or, or from the producer? No, we had um, uh, my wife's cousin, uh, who's a fireman. He was also in the diner scene. Is is he single? He sounds tall and gorgeous. Uh, he's all those things. Your wife's not. He's not single. He's married to my uh, wife's best friend. Okay. Well, this sounds cozy and good. Stuff. I'm not even interested. I'm dating someone and how dare you? Um, I'm just like to ask because I'm playing into yeah. my persona. But um, okay. So he got money how? He just has done – he's a hardworking dude and he's done well for himself but in a very like hardworking way. Uh, like like a fireman? He's a fireman. <laughs> a la- he's got a landscaping business. So, really? Yeah. Um, my God! So he was just, you know, just like like the short, and was wanting to get involved with something else. He's like an artistic dude, creative guy, and uh, yeah, he just believed in the project. And he gave you forty thousand dollars? No, no, no. So him and a dentist. I love this. 
the local uh, oral surgeon, Steve Scully. Um, What's the name of the fireman? Matt Anthony. Very good. They need their shout outs. Yeah, yeah. They deserve that. Matt Anthony definitely does because it really probably wouldn't have happened or at least happened this way. I don't think it would have happened if he wasn't there to kind of. So you shoot the stuff. Uh, how long was the shoot? It was 11 days, and then we had three days for reshoots. Oh, my God. And was it the most – and you are the star of the movie. You're you're so great. You're playing a – you know, you're not playing yourself. You're a heightened character. You're, you look all goofy and kooky, and mm-hmm. you got an accent um, or a certain kind of dialect. So how difficult was it, and what did you run into emotionally directing – and starring in a movie within a limited amount of time to shoot on a very low budget. I mean, it was it was so small and intimate that, like, I think the typical, like, hang-ups or problems with, like, a bigger production or something didn't exist. I mean, it was, I mean, it was difficult to, like, be doing both just because you don't have that. I mean, it's nice to be acting and being in scenes and being involved that way because you kind of get a sense of how things are going. But at the same time, you're not, you just don't have that removed kind of perspective so and it was tough and then there's like you know there's stress and things you know issues and conflicts that you want to deal with and you really can't because you're trying to stay in character and then kind of you know just juggle those things but um i mean it was really just difficult because it was i felt like this was the kind of the the last chance I had for like to be able to make movies just because I've been putting my wife through hell, um, you know, for the past 10 years. And I just, I'm running, I was running out of time. Like, so there was just the weight of this thing having to be good, which we thought, you know, I, I definitely thought that it was, it was, um, dead and buried after we were done shooting. I, it was, I thought we didn't have anything, there and i thought it was a failure um then we got into the ifp the film lab in new york how did that happen we just submitted um and so we got accepted to that and that's when i kind of realized that it was it was working but i mean it was just so much time and like energy and emotional energy put into this one thing so it was really it was tough like for that um just because it's like i said if it failed then you know i'd probably just be back to construction is that what you were doing? Painting and painting and construction, construction and landscaping once in a while with Matt Anthony and How long have you been with your wife for? Um 11 years. 11 years and I mean that's like a whole other conversation but but like yeah I'm always interested in like how do you find the balance of like you know doing making a movie and like and then you're in your, I don't know, how, how do you have a wife and kids and, and like, and cater to that and you're fighting and financial stuff and you're probably stressed and you're directing and you're acting like, how the fuck do you like, what comes up? Like, how do you deal with all that? And how do you balance all that stuff? I, you just kind of do it. I mean, I, my wife's just super supportive. I mean, I can't thank her enough and without her again, I mean, there's, you can keep going back to all these things. If they didn't exist, the movie wouldn't exist. But um, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be possible without her support and i mean fortunately we're we've got a good bond and we just are able to work through it but it's not easy it's difficult i mean the you know putting the kids through childcare and trying to make the money and yeah it's difficult i just but you just kind of you just do it yeah I, I don't know there's no trick or secret or i i don't have one um 
I'm sure it's different for, you know, each individual. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's, – it's, it's a grind for sure. What does she do? She's um, catering and – no, what is sales? No, she keeps switching. But she works at the Con- Providence Convention Center. Yeah. And she's like catering and sales. That's all. She's going to kill me. Um, no, she's, she's like, she, you don't even know what I do. <laughs> I she love you. Around. She, she, <laughs> she moves around. She's yeah. very, she's very, uh, she's, she's taking care of things right now. Um, would, for sure. Did you like directing better or acting better? Like if in your next movie, would you be I'd, in it? I'd like, no, I don't know. Um, That's what I, I want to know I about. Want, I want to write and direct. I feel like this, whatever comes next, I have a lot to prove to myself as far as directing goes um what do you mean just uh i, I mean the, the movie is exactly what it was supposed to be and stuff but just you know i think i talked about this at cine family but just making something that's like cinematic working with a bigger crew there's just these big challenges and things like that i mean yeah. this was just such a small in in a bubble type of movie so yeah, yeah i mean i just you know i felt like there was a lot riding on donald which there was and now i just feel like there's just as much now kind of on the sophomore do you know what you we're Same. gonna jump into next? Um, Do you have an idea? We're working on a TV series. Oh, you that, are? Yeah. Um, so we're, we'll start kind of going out with that soon, and that's like a Donald esque world with some kind of thriller undertones, um, kind of behind the candelabra stuff happening. Boogie Nights. That's kind of like the definitely will be more of a Boogie Nights thing. Yeah. Um, were you developing that? You're going to write it with Jesse and Kyle and... I'm working with, I'm working with um, right now, Jesse and Micah Bloomberg. He Who's did, that? He, he was our sound guy, but he, right now he's writing more. But he... Um, creative Control. He wrote Creative Control. Creative Control. How do I... He was in at South by two years ago. What was that about? Wait, I'm just going to cross Jason's name because he's—is he still at the toy store? He's Jay, over. We're done with we him, right? We can cross Jason we're, out temporarily. Did he do we'll something come back dumb? To him hopefully in a year. Did he so. do something rude? Is no, he, he didn't he's do just anything lame? rude. He just okay. Kyle E, Kyle M. It's all about them. Or is Kyle M gone too? Potentially, Kyle M's gone too. Maybe. Um, no, Kyle M's still. Uh, Kyle M's. Both Kyles are still around. We, so we're, 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 we're into Kyle E. We're into Kyle M. We got your wife still loving you, uh, being supportive. Yeah. Jesse. Uh, working on projects. Jesse Wakeman. So you're going to um, pitch a show. We're pitch a show. You're, so getting, you're getting ready to do that. Okay. And, and then, then Kyle E, Kyle Espolita and I are trying to get a thriller script feature. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you like, do you, kinda... do you ever want to write alone? Do you like writing with other people? Is it more fun? Is, it, is Are you held accountable to someone? Is that... Is it better or is it more annoying? Uh, no, no. I, I, It's like, no, I like collaborating and bouncing ideas and just, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's more fun. That's uh, like the funnest. The, the, the best part is brainstorming and coming up with the ideas. The worst part is having to sit there and write it. But um, How does that work in a collaboration? Who, who types? Uh, I've, been the- doing, <laughs> I, I've been doing, I've, I did most of the typing. You Kyle, did? Yeah, Kyle and I, Kyle E and I on the script are kind of sharing that, that workload a bit more. The typing? The Who's typing making, and somebody else just eating sandwiches or something? Just sitting well, on the couch? Just, there's just two of us on, no. that, on the feature project, yeah. Okay. And then they were all involved with the TV. Well. Because we, the TV show is based on a feature we did long ago which is like you wrote a long time ago yeah it's like a 70 minute feature that should have been 30 minutes 
Yeah, What's that? Stupid. Why are you hiding it's things called, from me? I can't believe you. I, I... <laughs> it's called uh, Three Tears, a Prince and a Forest. And it's Three about, uh, Tears, a Prince and a Forest? Yeah. It was about a, a troop of puppeteers that go on public access. and um, Yeah. They think it's their big shot at fame and they're kind of inner turmoil or their inner inner group struggle like yeah it kind of implodes on, on their show on the this debut this public access debut i mean that will be the show tv show that's another tv show or feature uh, it's okay. it, there's stuff going on similar to that stuff is stuff is brewing okay here's what i want to know okay so with donald cried how did rough house get in the mix like and for those of you listening rough house is a production company with you know uh it's david gordon green jody hill and Danny McBride, Danny McBride's Brandon produ- and James, and Brandon James production company. So, when did these boneheads get into the mix? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> How did no. they find out about? Like, were they uh, at the start of the, the making of the feature, or did there, they help out later? Did they do anything? There was a. Um, it was. It was after the movie was made and everything. There was a friend, and David um, was given the movie and saw the movie. Um, yeah, and then they just kind of. Or into it and have been How did they help? supportive. Super um, supportive. Did they help in any way or like, or should I just edit this whole chunk out or? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I yeah. mean, they've, yeah, they've helped. What is I their mean, role they're, they're just to help push the movie. Yeah. It's just support. Yeah. Support the movie. Um, and do they bring Orchard into mm-hmm. the mix? Orchard is your distributor? The, yeah. Or no, Orchard came right after South By. Oh, okay. So Donald cried. Was that? South by South by David Gordon Green had seen it right after that. Okay, and then he was shooting um, the movie Stronger in Boston, so I he had called or whatever, and I went in to kind of do like an audition thing or not. We I didn't even audition. It was like really small part, and I don't even. I think it's probably going to be cut out. Um, so I was talking to him then, and then he's no, just I... been super supportive and uh, this just kind of that whole time. So he's kind of come on at that point just to really. And then the support system. Yeah, they've got great taste. With yeah, this movie. no, My I love. I uh, yeah, I mean, they're uh, we've been admiring their work from afar for a long time. So it's yeah, it's amazing. When I was you... uh, watching Fist Foot Way when? when that came out, and then like Will Ferrell was on. You know, he's connected to that, and I was just like, oh, how does that? How, how did yeah. you make those connections, or how do those things happen? So um. it's yeah. Um. Very, uh, yeah, very thankful for those. Well, so would you act anymore? Do you still want to act? Would you be in other people's things? Because I feel like you're such a great actor. It's like you, you, you can't not, I, you, you can't I, stop acting. There's a level of like craft and that I'm not sure I have. For... What? You played a full on character who is not you, this weird, heightened, kooky guy that I would have probably dated in ninth grade or something. I was like, oh my God, that's my ex boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> that's the band guy, um, <laughs> the drug addict, and ex boyfriend. But like, I mean, remembering lines was very easy for me. It was I, well because I wrote them. Okay. I, so, I mean, it was. I don't it, even think I could do that, even it, if I wrote them. Exactly. So I get nervous about, um, yeah, acting and something else. Or, I mean, I really do want to direct and 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 make stuff. But like, if I, I would love to be in something if it was like, if it could fit and it was, um, you know, something that the director was willing to kind of work with me on but as far as like auditioning and doing like quick side like one day thing yeah. you know I, I don't know if i'd yeah uh, that's just not where my focus is if somebody else wrote a part for you what would you want to play 
where they wrote it for you and they said, listen, you don't have to stick to the lines, kind of like a Woody Allen thing where it's malleable. You know what I mean? Take it, make it your own. If you don't like it, add it. Whatever, like, what would you like to play? Like, I don't know. What might be just, fun? Just, just a cool guy. Just, no, no. <laughs> just dis, dysfunction. Just kind of weird. On the weirder side, I think. I, I don't think I have like a straight man kind of vibe. Um, so and anything that's like character, more character work. Um, how did you meet your wife? You said high school. We went to high school, and then um, I want the whole love we, story. We kind you don't of, mind? Yeah, no. I always, I always had a thing for her, and uh, I, you know, I think we may have kissed, you know, kind of quickly. Uh, or <laughs> she, you know, I don't know how interested she ever was during high school, and then we we had mutual friends, different groups, but our groups would kind of intermingle sometimes and then you know she had visited because our mutual friend she had come out to california and and visited with us and stuff and yeah we just would kind of connect after high school here and there but then after once i moved back from the bay area i tried to go to new york i hated new york and then i was coming i was coming back and forth doing construction in rhode island because i didn't have work yet in new york and she was living with a friend, uh, my wife was living with a friend, and we just kind of were hanging out, and that was it. So I was, I think I was 27. Oh, my God. How did you know she was the girl for you? And did you ever actually date anybody else? Or you? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. No, I, I had, like, a first. Yeah, I, I had all, like, you the typical, bit... the usual. I don't know. The, the usual steps. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, I just, like I said, I just always had a thing for her, so she's always been kind of part of my life pretty early on she was already uh, under your skin she had cast a yeah. spell yeah and then yeah i mean she just kind of came at a point you know i was 27 it was really kind of i don't know i feel like when you're 27 it's really kind of things are spinning a little bit out of control it's like right before 30 where you kind of lock in yeah. um so she really came at a like important time and kind of stabilized me and yeah and what do you, what are your like internal struggles? I mean, like, are you a socially awkward person or do you have like mental spirals or self doubt and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have all those things. Yeah. And all that stuff. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Socially awkward and depends on the situation. But yeah, self doubt and I can get depressed and yeah. all that stuff. But whatever. I don't want to talk. I'm, Let's not talk about this. How dare yeah, you bring well, this up? I, 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 don't I could, the, 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 yeah. No. I mean, I could actually talk about it. I, 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 the, the, Part of my thing, part of my problems is like I'm going to walk away from this thing and hate every single. I know thing you I, will, I, and I it's said. okay. Don't, I but just, but you shouldn't. But that's what makes you so lovable and wonderful. Because like you're you're more talented. God, you know what I I can't stand what I notice. There's so much shit in the world. I know you think this too, right? I, I assume there's so much like horrible shit made in these so many successful people, and and the only thing that separates and the shit they put out in the world isn't good. I mean, I know it's subjective, but they're so confident. I can't believe how confident some people are. And, and, and like, it's just like shocking. And then, I don't know, to talk to you and you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't know. And your arms are crap, blah, blah. And it's like, and yet you're this like wildly talented. And I'm not, I know this is uncomfortable and awkward. I've never met you before in my life, but I'm like saying all this stuff and I'm, I'm not bullshitting. I swear to God, but it's like, I appreciate that. I saw your acting. I saw, you know, I, I saw your movie that you wrote and directed. And it's like, holy fucking shit. Like, every movie should be as good and special as what you made. And it's like, you know, so it's so funny that you would have, it's like such a waste of energy, but also that's what makes you like humble and special and, a, and tortured or whatever. Well, that's, why, that's why neat weird shit will come from you and everything you make. And then I wonder what you'll turn into. And like, you know, when you like, you know, however, however many years and maybe, I don't know, like, I hope you don't turn into a monster. 
because you're like the most special treasure. Oh my god! And I, yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry. Okay, Thank I don't know you. what he's supposed to say to that. It's really no, no, weird. No, no, that's fine. That was a special treasure. <laughs> Your wife is going to come and murder um, me. I mean it platonically. No, no. Yeah, of course. Oh um, God. No, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I, I hope. I hope so too. I just hope to keep yeah being able to make stuff. And that like yesterday, I was like, uh, I mean, I was in my apartment, and I was, uh, you know, I. I write and I like make stuff and whatever and I like this is such a wonderful outlet because I get to talk to a different creative person once a week so it's like this special weird thing that I do here on this podcast but I don't know what what it was in the air maybe you felt this way but I was talking to other people including your publicist she was like I was moody yesterday too but I felt that thing in me being like time's running out I gotta make something oh my god what if I'm the only person who what if I'm my so, own worst enemy and I stand in my way yeah are you you are yeah, writing I, I was like no I was like writing directing well, yeah and I was it. and I was like writing note cards because I have I wrote this fucking horrible first draft of a thing that was like a mumblecore and that, that word is horrible but like this weird like journal entry blog post of a podcast mumblecore blah, like whatever and I only had one person and thank god for him that he he was the one person who went this is neat okay you have a point of view you've got a specific take and all that have you ever heard of structure and I was like what's that and he like so now I'm like no carding the first, the second, the third act, and it's like, and I'm I'm just like I don't even know what my point is here. But yesterday I was yeah. like so moody, doing this thing, being like, just being like, what if I never actually write it? And now I just focus on the no cards, and 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 uh, and I'm the one who keeps me from, and just having this whole horrible dark mental going around in circles, just feeling like, and time's running out, and somebody else is going to do the thing, and I'm never, and it's only for other people to succeed, and they have permission. They they're allowed to, not me, not me, and like having this horrible. Anyway, so I wonder if you could relate to any of that at all. Yeah, yeah, okay. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> I, oh, I mean, all of it. Yeah, I mean, it's still that's the thing. It just still feels the same. Like, but you made a thing, don't you feel like you made a feat? Doesn't that take away all the pain and the doubt and the no, weirdness? I no, uh, no. I I mean, no. Just because it's like you just move on to the next thing and then you have, you know, now it's the next thing and it's like all the same anxieties and apprehension and just kind of come, yeah. And you're not an antidepressants? None of my business. No, no, no. No, no. I'm not either. I no. don't want to be. No, I'm not like a depressed, I, 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 yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a depressed person. Yeah, but I know that like. I can get depressed, but I'm not yeah. a depressed person. But I, I certainly know what it feels like. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, I mean no, I'm I'm like very I'm like <clears throat> it's like I worked hard, you know, I I I think like writing and why, and really being trying to be as objective as possible and making sure these beats and these things work for the audience is like super important and like yeah, I'm like you know, I'm aware of what's going on, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why it's good to collaborate because it gets you out of your heads. So you're not just alone. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, it's like it absolutely helps. I feel like when? to be working with other people. And when do you find the time to like do? How do you? Is it hard? Is it like, uh, when I mean, you have really? Oh, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. When like when you need to write or be with your collaborators or just be by yourself, just to like, don't you need some alone time? And how do you communicate that to your to your life partner, to your wife, and just go like, oh, I need to like. Does she um, just get it? It clicks? She gets it. Yeah, yeah. She, I like, I, like, I can't, you know, say enough about her. But no, she gets it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, in uh, the past year I've been home, like, I haven't been working much. So 
I've been I, I do wedding photography with a buddy. You do? Yeah, it's my it's my friend's business. So like that's been perfect because I work on the weekends and then I have the weeks off to kind of work during the week. Oh, that's another weird thing is it's like oh yeah, you make a movie, you're like you're coming out here, you're gonna go do like you're doing this amazing podcast with this fucking weird yeah. tangential <laughs> whatever uh, conversation. You're gonna go do NPR, right? Gonna do you know you aren't you or something or whatever you got lined up whatever maybe yeah you're yeah. gonna go do your stuff so it's like you're doing all this cool shit but even the like but it doesn't mean money is you know no, exchanging no, hands two, isn't that two, ridiculous it's been two years of like, I have no of no money no money <laughs> it's so yo it's, it's, it's such a crazy thing I, yeah even the guy who wrote and directed Tangerine like lives with his parents I think. Right? What's that guy's name? I, I yeah, don't know. This is by I you. know what you're talking. No, no, I know. What you're, I'm <laughs> terrible kidding. at that stuff. Me too. Um, like but the cameras, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, there's no money, uh, and that's been like right now is it's like I have these two months. I have February and March that there aren't any weddings and everything, and I'm I've just like the wheels have come off the car, and I'm just like sliding with sparks. Yeah. Trying to get to the finish line, but I don't even know where that is or what that is. But um, yeah, no, it's it's it, that's been the hardest part as of you know recently. That is a terrifying. That's because I think about that too, where it's like you have to separate. It's like this weird uh, exercise you have to do. This like internal thing where you have to go. I am not. I am not where I'm at financially. Like, because you have your brain, you have your ideas, and you write, and you're making all this stuff. Maybe money doesn't come from that yet. And then you have financial struggles, but you can't, I don't know, you can't stop making, it's a, it's a hard thing to figure out how to like not let the stress of financial stuff affect your creative yeah, ability yeah. I mean, or else you'll die. Right. I mean, that's, that's how do you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. That, that, that's, <laughs> I don't do it very well. I mean, there's been, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, <clears throat> for better or worse, it's like. I'm able to kind of space and not be responsible, you know, so that part of me, I guess, can kind of forget about the bills or whatever. Oh, because you have a partner, because you're not alone in it, thank God, right? Well, yeah, but like just being um, irresponsible, uh, being having, you know, that part of me, I think, helps me separate, be able to separate the two and be able to keep working on stuff, even though I have these mounting bills. But, um, yeah, but it, yeah, but that being said, it's still always there. And some days it's, yeah, it stops me from doing anything. I mean, if there's... Like anything? Like it just feels like debilitating? Yeah, well, if there, if, yeah, if there's like a lot, if I'm like really trying to figure out who I'm going to borrow money off of or how I'm going to do that. But that's even a testament to what, oh God, this is so cornball what I'm about to fucking say. But it's like, it's a testament to what an artist. What an artist you are because it's like the fact that you like, you don't have a safety net. It's terrifying yeah. and yet you're still going towards it. That's like, I know, but I you're just feel like lazy and irresponsible. I feel lazy too. I don't know. I don't feel like Oh, me too. Let's go kill ourselves. That, <laughs> artists in that way. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. Oh God. Well, would you ever move to LA? Like Los Angeles? Um, are you gonna? Yeah, yeah no, I, I, we'll see. I, I, I'm, I, I like it. I think it's cool. I've like, surprisingly so like, like, like it a lot what do you like about it what don't you like about it and do you need to move out here um i don't it depends if there's if, if it sounds like if it was like a tv thing or something that would keep me out here you know away from my family for too long then it would maybe make sense but i don't know this stuff's all new to me but if i was just making movies i can imagine i could just stay in rhode island and write and go shoot for a couple months or whatever but um no, it's just got a cool, I don't know. I like the kind of 50s 
kind of Art Deco, yeah, sixties kind of Inherent Vice, oh yeah, vibe. Um, it's just I don't know. It's pleasant. It's just nice. Like New York, I can't. I, oh. I've I've gotten accustomed to New York, and I'm used to it because I've been spending so much time there. It's whatever. It's been a while, but like, yeah, I just don't have anxiety here. It's just, yeah. You have it there in New York. I get it a little bit. It's 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 a grind there. Like you just kind of because it's so. Yeah. Tell me why. I, There's I, just I, so many people and like every you know everything you do, you kind of just have to be around. It's a so lot expensive of too. It's crazy expensive. It's, but this is expensive out here too, isn't it? I just feel like even trying to get like let's say the weather is horrible, then you're like, oh, we got to jump in a cab just because or whatever. Yeah, right, Everything's just right. a fucking cluster. But I love New York though, but I feel like all these everybody I'm talking to lately who has to go there for work, they can't stand it. Like, everybody I thought would have loved New York is just complaining about it a lot lately. Yeah, there's just no escape. There's just no escape from, like, yeah, people and the concrete and all that. But, like, we were, I was here in uh, Silver Lake, and that was, like, super cool. Yeah. Would you, would the whole family move out? Would you yeah, ever do it, that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it made sense. I get wigged out about the water. The water? Tell me about that. What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. Come the on. Lack of, I guess. Lack of water know. here is keeping you from, that's keeping you in Rhode Island? I don't know. I just, uh, yeah. I really? Mean, the, well, the state of the world's kind of odd oh, and The off. whole state of the world, right. yeah. That's and everywhere. So, you know, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Being in like crowded places and stuff seems. Scary. A little bit. Um, Make a movie about it. Or don't. I don't know. Oh, but uh, oh, there's one filmmaker guy that I interviewed. Uh, filmmaker guy. He's actually my friend and listens to every podcast uh, that I do. So I, I'm sorry, David. I don't mean to refer to you as that. But uh, his name is David Lowry. He lived. He's from Texas, and he moved out. Uh, shh, you guys were doing a podcast. <laughs> In case you guys can't hear, there are people talking very loud in the next room. But uh, David Lowry moved to LA for a while to work on movies out here. And he just hated it. And he, he, moved, he, you know, he brought the family to L.A. And then he, he, even though the family loved Los Angeles, he was like, nope, I'm a Texas guy. I want to go back to Texas. And I think it serves him more to, like, just dip in and out of L.A. and New York. So maybe that's how it would be for you in Rhode yeah, Island. Yeah, I, I mean, there is, like, I, I do like the seasons. And, and, you know, there is something about, like... The depressive, you know, depressing winters. And, you like and, that? You flourish in depressing well, well, winters, no, 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 you awkward it, it monster. Just, no, no, it just kind of gives <laughs> you different different states. I mean, here, that's the one thing. It just seems like it's just the same all the time, and you kind of get caught in the... But it's a romantic, gloomy day today. Didn't you feel yeah. that? It's very chilly. You're all... Burn. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It was I, I was I was looking forward to some sun, but unfortunately, oh, oh. I, when I left, I was Jeez. here at the beginning of the month, and I left, and it started raining, and then I don't think it's yeah. really stopped. This is my favorite because I love I'm 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 emo. I like wearing these black turtlenecks. I've got like twelve mm-hmm. ribbed black turtlenecks, and I like you know I was born and raised here. I'm sick of the sun. I like thrive on you know the you know yeah the rain, which is few and far between. Uh, I mean, I'm a beach guy. I mean, I, you're not a, you're I, I a beach the, guy. Yes, I love the beach. Um, oh my god. So I, yeah, so that's important, but um, <laughs> but yeah, there's just going? A, there's a fall and the yeah, I don't know. I just think it's it inspires. It's a little bit more inspiring. Wait, did you ever read about structure and writing and all this stuff? Like, did you read about it? Or do you feel like you just know movies so well because they're just intrinsically a part of your soul and you just it's in your bones that you just knew like a oh, second act, blah blah. Because blah. I could, I was actually my friend was like, yeah, even watch Donald cried, like watch the thing. You know, it's like there's the end of the second act where it's everything. There's the choice and the second act, but it's like. Your style, it's like, yeah, it's just what makes it so special and different and the sense of humor and everything. But 
I mean, did you like study structure and all the stuff? I read um, Robert McKee's story. Um, done and done. And it's made, Very good. it's made more sense to me now than it did when I was reading it back then. Uh, so were you just doing this instinctually? Because like, to me, I'm just like, I, I just saw Rocky. I can't believe it, you guys. Then people are like, shut up, bonehead. It's 40 years old. And I'm like, I can't believe it. Structure. Yeah, who knew? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think a, a, li- a little bit, like I had I had made a short, uh, the first thing I really kind of made, uh, and it was like a half, it was like 40 minutes, it was supposed to be three minutes. What? Um, and my teacher was like, oh, here we go, you know, and then she watched it and she was, she was into it. She's like, it's too long, but she's like, oh, it's great. It has three, you know, three acts and so, and I didn't know what that really was, but it, I mean, it's not, it wasn't Boy genius. No, no, no. I know that's, that's this is the thing. Once I start talking... <laughs> Just fucking gets, with you. It gets no. It was not that complicated. Um, do you want this? So uh, what Lis- is it? Listerine mint spray. I obviously, I no. I, you're all the way across the table. I can't smell I your do, breath. I know. I, I don't want to be rude. No, no, no. You, no, no. Don't. You're breaking it. You're breaking it. No, no, no. You aim the hole towards your mouth. It's like what? a lister. It's like a newfangled new. Oh my god! I wish I had video of this. You're a director. Oh, oh it's a, a spritzer. <laughs> oh. We're not even sponsored by Listerine mouth spray, but we should be. Right. That was incredible. I, I thought it was going to be one of those little, the little tat, see-through, oh, no. that's, clear that's tat. This one. Oh, there we go. We got Something a backup. A little bit more traditional. <laughs> um, this is my favorite moment of the, of the conversation. No, so no, I, I, Jesus Christ! I was I, fucking with you. You don't walk away regretting this podcast. You were only perfect. Um. No. All right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Learn how to take um, a compliment. I will too. So, so no, I mean, I spend a lot of time thinking about that or structure or all that stuff and what that stuff means. And then, then spending time trying to hot, figure out how you hide it or I how hide you, it. yeah. How you, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm very like the, you know, worth the thing I'm working on right now. It's like, it's, it's just like looking at that. There's like that save the cat beat sheet. Yeah. You know, I look at that just as like, okay, am I hitting these points? But it's more of like, just to help Yeah. clarify some stuff. But, um. Now, whenever I watch a movie, because of this friend of mine. Oh, what were you gonna say? Yeah, no, I was gonna say just watching movie, like just watching movies and paying attention and just. Oh, I love movies, but it's so crazy that I was so naive. Like when my friend told me about like the stru- like the three act structure, and like all the the beats and the midpoint realization, all this stuff. I was like, now he's like, now you're gonna watch movies and you're gonna see it in every single movie, and I yeah. do. I can't believe it. it changed everything for me, and I. Did just see Rocky like a fucking bonehead piece of shit, but uh, and I was like, I had no idea he was so likable. Like, oh, that's who Adrian is, like totally yeah, yeah, yeah. lame. And then I really like the whole beginning. I don't know. Why I'm telling you this. I just said I need to vent. But the entire first hour is a save the cat moment. They make him so likable. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't, like, he's so lovable and but gentle. The, 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 you guys, <laughs> I, I just stumbled upon some website or forum or something like that. It was this guy like putting down save the cat, and he was he was he was making a lot more sense. And what he was talking about, but like, when I don't know, you start doing it, and then the stuff just kind of automatically lines up yeah. if you're not even looking at it. But yeah, I don't know. Good, really good movies. You even even though it's there, you don't. I guess I never notice them, but you notice them, and like, you really notice it. Bad ones. Bad movies. God yeah. damn it! I wonder if it's more helpful to watch a bad movie. No, uh, I don't think so. Okay, good. Yeah, me too. I was just testing you. I mean, you I want to get. The, I mean, the thing too with Donald was like uh, it had to be. Conv- I mean, that was part of uh, the t- tough part. I mean, there was there's definitely a more of a Julian Donkey Boy or like Gummo version or more Euro version of it. But like, I'm so glad you didn't do that version. Well, that could have been. A, that could have been, been real good, cool, but like, been, it could have been great, but. Yeah. 
I knew it had to be like sellable or commercial. Oh, because you were hitting that point where you're like, time's running out. I yeah, gotta fucking yeah, do yeah. this. Is do or die time. Yeah. Oh so man. So I knew it kind of needed to have that, and uh, yeah, like we even you know doing some of the poster work and everything. You know, there was a little bit of like back and forth with that stuff, and you know they have really like put Donald front and center. Which I'm kind of appre- have was apprehensive about or whatever, but then you know, but the part of the thing was when we were making this, it was just like, oh yeah, we have a like a character that's a distributor would could because we don't have any actors, so at least there's this kind of colorful, wild looking character that that's they can you. they can yeah. use, yeah. And then they start using it, and you know, why well, know why are you doing that? And then it's like I had to remind myself, like, yeah, well, this is all in service. Part of the reason why it was there, yeah, yeah. Well, so where is it playing? Where do we find it? Tell us everything. Um, Are you I, on social media? You're not because you're a good person. Are no, you? I knew it because you're a good person. You're a grounded soul. I have accounts that are just abandoned and people will like <laughs> put up messages and I feel bad because I'll like tweet. I'll like use my Twitter account to like talk Work? to a video game developer or something. About what? Uh, just like make like a, a, like a question. Like I like... I like uh, car simulations, so like, there's. I'm just like, oh, when are you coming out with this DLC or what? Or you know, nerd whatever, alert. Something, something super nerdy. Perfect um, for the nerdist network. So I'll okay. use my Twitter for that, and then people probably see, you know. So I just erase those. I don't know. I got to get rid of all. Of you don't it, have but. time to feel guilty. Okay, you've got more great art to make, stories to tell. I'm not. I sound yeah. like I'm being sarcastic. I am not. Um, yeah, no. I want to. I'm, I'm starting to get a little. Uh, yeah. Excited? Or just itch. Yeah. Yeah. Starting. It's, yeah. So where can we see this movie? Where can we see Donald Cried to experience what movies should think, be like now? Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. for so low budget, I can't believe you were just, a, this is so fucking great. How inspiring. Okay, where do we see yeah. it? You don't even the know. The new art? The new art? This is like, yeah. you're like, the, the new art? I know it's playing at like a few theaters around. For, do you know what the run is? Do you know? Yeah. Did, hey, why didn't your it's publicist tell us? Angel- yeah, right, right. What the hell? I, um, I Jesus. mean, I can pull up my phone and try to no, figure I'll it do, out. No, I'll but, have done um, all this in the intro, but it's playing. Do you know what the time frame is? It's got, uh, what is it, a limited release or it's at the it, I think it's like, it's, I think it could be 90, it's, they have like a 90 day window, but that's, day but window. that's only if it does, if people go to see it, then it could, sus- and it could sustain, but. If my listeners don't go see it. I just don't I'll think people go. Them. I don't think people go to the movies. I think they anymore. should. It was, I think they I should. I mean, they do maybe around here more than they do back at home. But so it's playing the new art here. It played at Cine Family. Mm-hmm. Any Q and A's coming up to invite people to? Um, there's the screening tomorrow. Where? The radio state. Um, they do a movie a month. Oh my God. What is it? Uh, <laughs> Your publicist. Useless. <laughs> What's the big? There's like a big radio station that does a movie a month or something. Well, this is uh, this is mass coming, movie. Mass movie. Well, tomorrow. Well, this comes out on Wednesday. This comes out on Wednesday, which is the day after tomorrow. So anything tomorrow so is missed fucked. It. We've sorry, missed. Sorry, guys. So it, it was a great was, time. Yeah, yeah, People had a, a fucking blast. People yeah. fell in love, connected, saw screening. themselves in the movie. Yeah, laughed. Mm-hmm. Had a quick, you know, got to bypass yeah, their life so for a moment. We just played last night at um, mass movies. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. So then, yeah, this week, Friday, March 3rd, um, at, what did I say? The New Art? The New Art. Yeah, that's good. Come yeah. out and see it. Come out and see it. Um, yeah. How tall are you? I'm six, six, one, six, 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 one, six, yeah, one, six, one. Um, did, uh, are you doing a Q&A at the New Art? No. Um, I'm going to be in New York oh. for... Jet Setter. You know, 
uh, Kyle Espolito will be there. Yeah, okay. And I, I think they're trying to find somebody, maybe one of the roughhouse dudes oh, to yeah. be there for um, the Q&A. If there's a little little boy you was like, if you could have a conversation with a little version of you, mm-hmm. what would you tell that little like eight-year-old version of you to like maybe bypass some of the pain or like the insecurities, the doubt or the struggle that you've, what things that you've learned now that you didn't know then, what would you tell that kid? And this, I don't mean to be too cornball, but just like answer my question. Oh, God. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's so many stupid things you worry about from the eight-year-old version of yourself. I, I, in between I, the eight-year-old and you and now, like even stuff you may have learned like three or four years ago in, in love or in, in working and making stuff and anything, like anything that you just... Be, be confident, I Be guess. confident. Be confident <laughs> in yourself. Have some fucking self-confidence, maybe. I, I don't... I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of things. Don't worry about not having pubic hair okay. when you're in ninth grade. It's a ton of stuff. Oh, my God. All right. We got the movie. We got Be Confident. Uh, and what? any advice to, like, kids who look up to you who are, like, want to be filmmakers? Or maybe, maybe don't get in your way. Like, tell them not to be filmmakers because we, we need you to flourish and for them to, like, stay out of your gosh darn way. No, no. I don't, I don't know. what Everyone's an individual, so I don't know what to – I just – Kept making stuff. I yeah. don't know. That's my own. That's even when it felt like I wasn't doing things, I was still doing things. Yeah, like in the moments when you said you were lazy, and we are wrapping this up, and we are going to land this plane. But in the moments when you were like, you know, because I need this advice from you too. Like in the moments when you were like, uh, you're sitting around, you feel like you're lazy, you're spiraling, you're like, uh, like uh, hurry up! Oh my god, time's being wasted. How did you get out of those moments? The, well, that's a, I, I don't. I, I, I just felt like I never had a cho- like I couldn't do anything else. I mean that that's just like the truth. So even if I wasn't doing anything, I just would wait it out and then eventually start doing stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's. I mean, it's been a yeah, it was a challenge, but um, yeah, I just felt like there was nothing else I could do. I mean, I've questioned like, do I am I really supposed to be doing this, or is, is it just a like a dream, or it's keeping me, you know, um. It's yeah, it's this idea that I'm not going to go and do some job I don't want to do and I'll just say uh, kind of pretend like I'm trying to make movies or something, but it just never went away. It just yeah, never went away. Cuz I cuz I'd always struggle and be like, "Well, why aren't I?" Cuz I I look up to these guys like like Kubrick and Robert Altman and PT, obviously I talk about all the time and like you know, these guys that are just nuts, like that's all they do. I mean, they and and I'm not that type of guy like i'm just not like a crazy cinephile and like you know um so it's easy to question or i feel like it's easy to question myself if i'm like am i really a director or am i really a writer or whatever but uh you're doing it your way but yeah exactly so i just feel like i've just kept doing it and even yeah i just because i feel like i have no nothing else so oh my god well please keep making stuff Please keep making I hope stuff. So. I hope so. I hope I can. Because you lead by example. I you inspire people. You make people laugh. You make people feel less alone. And then you, you know, so. Oh, that's fantastic. So, that's, all right. So yeah. I do, do you regret doing this podcast? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, only, I mean, no, <laughs> not at all. I wish I could be more interesting, more inspiring and, you know. You were, but also it'll go in the work. It'll go in the work. Yeah, it's all yeah. in the work. You guys see right. the movie. Right. I, iTunes iTunes in after the ninety days, I believe. ITunes? After once it's out of the theater. Well, 
I'll talk to your publicist. I'll get all the info. I'll, I'll have recorded that. That'll be in the, uh, in the I, intro. I think it was like it was like ninety days. Yeah, ninety days. Ninety, ninety, um, and then Netflix in September. God, now all I want to do is write a really awkward character for you to just—you don't even have to play awkward, and I can just yeah. be you. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Thank you for being on my podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. All right, everybody, see Donald cried or I'll fucking kill you. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 